Hello, welcome back. Um, I have so many things on my mind from this morning. It's uh, kind of middle of the day on a Thursday and I was chatting with someone earlier on and I was watching something and then something came up on my phone and I was like, oh, just a, a tornado of thoughts about things this morning. But the one that just inspired me to um, start recording was I saw, I actually think it was Kathy Burke talking to Jennifer Saunders. It was about Absolutely Fabulous. If you didn't know, if you missed it on Instagram, I recently attended a 40th birthday party as Adina and um, I took along Ella, who's my 17-year-old daughter, and I brought her in as Safi. Um, that was a really fun party. And I, I think she was a real good sport to go along with my idea of going as like a couple's costume. Um, anyway, I went as Adina, which I loved. Really fun dress up. And I watched a lot of Ab Fab in the weeks leading up to that party to kind of just like get in get into character, if you will. But I, I'm such a fan. I've got all of them on DVD. I watched them so much growing up. Like French and Saunders were the epitome of um, funny for my mom particularly, but she passed that on to me. We love like, really dry humour. Um, anyway, the thing that really stuck out to me in the first season of Abfab, beyond the fact that there's so much hilariously relatable stuff. This is like, this was made 30 years ago and she's talking about um, getting her colours done. Not her colours done. She cut, She makes a phone call and she's like, oh, hello. And she goes, oh, okay, blue, blue, fantastic. And she puts the phone down and she looks at Safi and she's like, oh, don't look at me like that. He doesn't just pick it from the sky. Like it, it's, it's the colour that I was in a past life. It's so funny because everything she's talking about, she said, it's not a fad. It's not like the crystals. Everything she's talking about from three three years ago, from 30 years ago, has totally come back around. We're all kind of into the woo-woo. Um, oh, and she also said um, something about chanting. She said, um, it was like, don't make fun of my chanting. My chanting got us this house. You don't realise what my chanting's brought us. That's like manifesting everything. Everything is, ju- it just, it really made me laugh because I felt like, oh God, that's me. I'm totally that person who's like, what are you even talking about? I am into all of those things. So I, you know, I I related a little bit harder to Eddie than I would have liked. And then towards the end of the first season, um, it's her birthday party and she's turning 40. And I immediately messaged my friend. I'm like, the very beginning of Abfab, she's 40. And the crazy part is they uh, posit that she and... Um, Patsy went to school together. So they've got to be, if they're not the same year, then within the same couple of years. And Patsy's like, in reality, about 10 years older than Jennifer Saunders, might be older than that. Uh, And they're supposed to be playing the same age. And they're supposed to be, oh my God, can you believe we're turning 40? And in this interview, Jennifer Saunders was saying to Kathy Burke, she remembers playing that uh, as, oh God, she's so terrified of, of this big number. Um, and that she was in her 30s at the time when she was writing it and playing it. And she said, <laughs> just the thought of it, like, oh God, can you imagine? Can you imagine turning 40? Oh, the horror. It's so funny because I've seen so much over the past couple of weeks about how um, we don't want to age. And it's, it tends to be a negative, um, which I, I, I do agree to to a degree. There's too much focus on we don't want to get older, we don't want to 
I mean, we don't want to look older is a real thing, but we don't want to have to slow down. It's, I think maybe it's the thing of like, we want to have it all because in order to, you can't have it all, all at once. I just don't believe that that is possible, but you can have it all at different phases of life. And if you decide that, you know, life begins after 40, then you do kind of get a second chance at life. That's kind of how people are living now. I was um, thinking about this the other day, you know, people who have babies later on because being 37 and feeling like like babies are way in my rearview mirror I now have 17 and an 11 year old um the idea of having another baby now tempting as it might be because you definitely go through those like oh but just one more tempting as it might be I think it would be a mistake because realistically my life begins again now not my life in its entirety, but I get like a a fresh start at like a new chapter of my life now. My children are relatively self-sufficient. My eldest has just started a full-time actual proper job, um, which I couldn't be happier about. My friend got her this job and she will never understand what an incredible gift that was to me. My friend doesn't have children and I'm sure she, you know, appreciates in the same way that if a friend gets you a job, oh, wow, you know, that's a, a really great thing you've done for me. I really appreciate it. But I don't think she, and I will try to to make her understand this, but I don't think currently she understands the um, the significance of that for me as Ella's mom. That you have taken a huge weight off me, off my, you know, I don't consider that to be my job. I definitely am like leaving my kids to trying to find their way, um, we'll support them. I'm not going to put any pressure on, you know, you've got to leave the house by this age or whatever. Um, if they want to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, go back to school. I'm totally cool with them staying as long as they need to. I'm going to say that now. Ask me again in 10 years. Um, ask me when they're still here in their 55. Maybe I'll change my mind, but currently I'm happy to support them, um, for an extended period of time while they kind of find their way. But it is it is kind of like a, a subconscious weight on your mind when you've got kids, you know, maybe they're doing exams and you're worried about what's going to happen. Will they do this? But there's only so much you can do. And I, I sometimes feel like parents do too much. And then like, if you really hold the hand through absolutely everything in life, they might do absolutely amazingly well at school, but then they've got to go out into the real world and you can't be with them all of the time. So it might be doing them a favour in the short term, but in the long term, I really do believe in letting them make their mistakes and letting them like find the world for themselves. So that's kind of how I was. I was very like hands off in terms of you You figure out what you want to do next. Hands off until asked to be otherwise is kind of my um, ethos. And so my friend finding this job, asking, you know, is she interested? See if she wants to come in for an interview incredible because it's so close to where we live. It's just a really good job, really good people, um, really well paid for a 17-year-old. It's actually quite upsetting. She's getting about three times as much money as I did in my first full-time job and she's getting like qualification type stuff out of it. Really? I mean, if I've ever been annoyed or um, jealous of my child, it's now. But tangent, tangent, all that is to say, I have one child who I feel is kind of settling into her adult life. I have one child who is about to start secondary school at the end of this year, which is insane because he's an actual baby. 
it will be a baby forever. He's an actual baby. Uh, my brother has had a baby, which feels like a significant thing to me. It feels like life phases are moving along. And now I am in this place where, I mean, I've never been, I've, I've been always very, very fortunate to have people who will support me and allow me to do things um, that didn't make me feel stuck, especially because I had children quite young. Um, I was, I always had time for myself. I was able to go out with my friends, you know, occasionally, but I was. Um, I was able to go on holiday alone with my husband. I've been, um, you know, for, for trips, like nights out and nights away with friends. I've never felt kind of trapped or stuck in the life phase that I was previously in. But there's definitely something that is definitely, there's still a restriction, um, and a lot of it is mental as well. You've got a lot of mental load, a lot of mental something holding you back when your children are quite young. And I do feel a little like something's kind of opened up in me in the past year. I do also think this is why I had a bit of a mental health crisis in 2022, because I had more time to think about myself. I... I mean, I've never been a selfless person. I've never been like, oh, never think about yourself. But I had more time to really think, you know, how are you feeling? What do you want to do? I was less busy and distracted. And I had a minute to go, oh, I'm not feeling quite the way I think I'm supposed to be feeling. And I think I've probably been feeling like that for a really long time. But I'd just been, you know, oh, do it. Well, we'll deal with that later. We'll deal with that later. We'll deal with that later. And suddenly... You have a little bit of stillness and you really feel it. So yeah, I, I definitely, a new chapter felt like it was kind of a, a new something was opening up and that had an initial negative side effect. But let's be real, that would have always come to something. It's not like, oh God, you know, because the kids grew up, suddenly you were depressed. No, it's just, I had time to deal with it. Um, and I'm still dealing with that. I, I do, we're going to get into this in a different episode, but I do really wonder whether or not the medication I'm on right now is having an adverse effect. I still am looking to be uh, assessed for ADHD. The longer I go on, the more I think that is a really, really serious um, thing that is like impeding my life. Uh, and I think that the medication that I'm on it, is possibly numbing some stuff, but I don't think it's actually improving anything. Um, but like I say, we'll, we will get into that in another episode. Um, my point was, which will I ever make it? Time will tell. Once upon a time, it was, you hit 40 and you kind of like, not declined physically, kind of, but not declined physically, but you were like, then you were winding down. You were... Um, you know, relaxing more, you weren't doing the fun stuff that you'd done when you were younger, you were cutting your hair short and becoming a golden girl, effectively. This is, I read an article yesterday, I feel like I'm being bombarded at the moment, which probably says something about me, um, because I realise we get targeted with these things. But I also read an article yesterday, I forget what publication it was, um, but it was about the uh, missing middle age that's disappeared now completely. And I think that's completely true. So like from age 40 to 60, it used to be that this was your like, and now you're kind of relaxing, 
you're not wanting to go out and, and do all these crazy things. You're not going to go on like adventure holidays. Um, your children are, are now in like probably high school for the average person. You can kind of um, settle into just, you know, work, make sure that retirement fund is is um, growing in the background. It's all kind of an, and now you're on the way down the hill. That's how it always felt. And I think that's why people were so afraid of, oh God, I'm turning 40, I'm turning 40. I can hand on heart tell you, I'm not afraid of turning 40. I don't want to look 40. I still have a lot of stuff to deal with in terms of like age. Like how are we feeling about looks? Not good. I still have a lot of work to do on myself in terms of um, acceptance of my face. I've accepted that this is my face. I have no desire to have any actual cosmetic surgery. You know, like sometimes you'll look in the in the mirror and be like, uh, if I could just change X, Y, Z. I don't feel that way about my actual, like the structure of my face. But definitely as I'm getting older, I am having some issues with, oh, there's some sagging, there's the wrinkles, there's this, there's that. I can't pretend that I'm not having those issues. But mentally, the the thing of like, oh, you're turning this age, I don't have a problem with it at all. I'm not nervous of it. It's not something that I'm scared of. And I think that that is because, you know, a lot of negative things have changed in the media and a lot of negative things have come out of the past couple of decades that make us feel worse about ourselves. But a real positive is we've seen so many people, especially celebrities, modelling this old middle age as like new middle age. I mean, J-Lo. Not taking out the fact that she looks the way that she does. She is strong and she is just able to do stuff that I couldn't have done as a teenager. Like last year, I thought I used to be able to do a handstand, but I was never great with balance. I really, really like to learn to do some stuff like that again. Maybe like yoga, something would be good. Like build up my strength a little bit. I'd love to be able to do the splits. Always have loved the idea of being able to do the splits. My, I am getting worse and worse in terms of like flexibility and joints as I get older. And I look at someone like JLo. Yes, she's always been um, really fit and active her entire life. But rather than look at, um, at people and go, you know, let's say someone 25 was doing what JLo's doing. I'd go, oh God, I, you know, I'm too old for that. You see JLo and you think, well, she's older than me. I, if I start now, maybe by the time I'm 50, and that's really inspiring. It's really encouraging. It really makes me excited about getting older. It doesn't make me scared of getting older. It makes me think, well, if I start now, and that's every day, in 10 years, if I start today, I'm going to be better off than if I started in five years. And I see people on the internet, their entire personality, their entire like thing online is um, growing old gracefully, um, going grey, people are growing out all of their grey hair, people are staying really fit. It's just a completely different time now and I don't think that we have as much to be scared of because it's not scary anymore. People are just like going out, living these incredible lives in their later years, in years that previously they would have been grandmas and like staying at home with like a purple rinse. It's absolutely insane. I mean, the Sex and the City thing came up a lot a couple of years ago when that first came out, the um, just like that sequel, if you will, or parody, not parody, what do I mean? Spin-off. I mean, for some people, maybe parody, but eh, spin-off. Um, but the women in the spin-off were the same age as the women 
in The Golden Girls, whereas a lot of people saw The Golden Girls and thought those women were about to shuffle off the mortal coil. They were like, old. We thought they were old, in spite of the fact that one of them was living with her elderly mother. We kind of saw them all as the same, right? We saw all of them as the same age. And one of them would have to be a minimum of like 20 years, but probably 30 years older. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Like, I cannot wait. Like, I I didn't have all the experiences lots of people had in their 20s, obviously, because I had young children. But I can't wait for my 40s and 50s to just have complete freedom. My husband and I have so many plans for things that we're going to do when we are child free. Not that we can't do them now, but we've got plans for things that we will look at now and be like, "Mm, well, we've got to work around this and that and what the kids want to do. We want to do all the same things in our older age. We want to travel a lot. I mean, mostly in America, but we do. We want to go to Disney. We're not going to be Disney adults, I promise. But we we want to do those things on our own. Things that maybe people did when they were younger. I have girls trips I would love to go on. I'm actually going. My best, best friend, the same friend that got Ella the job, um, just shout out. Uh, my best, best friend, we have never been on holiday together. We've been friends for... 20 some years, like 20 years, let's say, more than 20 years. Uh, We've never been on holiday together because, you know, it just didn't work. I mean, to be fair, I don't think she went on like girls trips, but it was was never going to be a thing for me. Um, Oh, do you know what? I'm lying. Oh, as soon as I finish recording this, I'm going to tell her. I forgot we've already done this. So we decided for our 40ths, jointly she'll be 40 the end of this year and I'll be 40 in a couple of years and because we've stopped doing presents of any kind uh we don't do Christmas we don't do birthday nothing which is a story for another time but I am against forced gift giving as a as a rule um because we don't do that I said well why don't we for our joint 40ths we'll just kind of like put them together next year we'll go to New York for like a a short trip just us and that can be like what we do for our respective 40ths um, and this will be like our first proper trip together. Or so I thought. I'm now realising that's not true. Um, and I'm really, really excited about it. I'm excited about us living our best Sex in the City dreams. Maybe I'll finally go on a Sex in the City tour. We'll go and like do all the fun stuff. I can't wait. We're also taking Ella for her 18th in September. We're taking Ella to Paris. Um, this feels like it's the new era completely. And again, it's not like I wasn't doing things before. It's not like I didn't do things for myself or I I felt trapped or anything. It's just something happens. There's a new phase of life and that door opens. Um, I am now realising though, I very, very, very many years ago, I went on a, um, what is it called before you get married? Hmm. Hindu. When a Hindu, I think we went for a night in Paris and uh, somewhere I have some mini DV footage. I keep thinking I must buy like a thing because I looked into it. It's quite expensive to send it off and get it all put onto um, like a digital form. Because I have so much, I think it actually would make more sense for me to buy the equipment. In fact, now I'm thinking about it, I've got um, like so many video clips of like when Ella was really small because I bought it when I was pregnant with Ella. It might be a fun project for her turning 18 at the end of the year. Anyway, I know on there I have clips um, of my friend. Um, <laughs> she was pointing at something 
with the camera saying, this is the Eiffel Tower, blah, 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 blah. And it was a lamppost. So I think that would be kind of fun to recreate when we take Ella back to Paris for her 18th at the end of this year. That would be fun. Um, Something I've just realised I was gonna talk about at the beginning and then I obviously, tangent, tangent. This is the ADHD. Um, I was gonna say one of the things that I see, one of the like new life phase things that I see in people is when, let's say for example, I had a baby now, which again, as I said, not a smart move, I don't think. You know, I mean, it's very, like, if I got pregnant now, I would genuinely feel like that was the will of the gods. Um, Lee's had a vasectomy and I have uh, an IUD. So genuinely, I would be like, well, this is like got to be some kind of miracle baby who's going to save the planet. I'm going to have to keep this baby. Um, But I don't think it would be a smart thing to plan a child now because of kind of where we're at. But I see people having babies when they're older, especially men who go on to have like second families. And for a long time, I thought, God, that's absolutely crazy. And now I see, because as your kids get older, you have this kind of feeling of, it makes you feel older. When Milo was little, he used to say that he wasn't going to have kids. And it took a long time to get to the root of this. But he thought, he was little, he thought if he didn't have kids then we wouldn't become grandparents and we wouldn't die. And this is always something I think of in life phases. So he thought it was like levelling up. Like if you never become a grandpa and never become a grandma, you'll never die. So if you think of it in, in baby Milo terms, a man who goes on to have a second family, it could happen with a woman as well, but you know, mostly men, goes on to have a second family and you think, God, this is insane. Why would you do this? It's kind of like he's gone back a level or back a life phase. He's not moving forwards. And so it's almost a way of living again. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Like if you gave me a baby now, I would be right back to like 21. Like I'm raising my baby and you have like, you can do it again with the knowledge that you've got, with more funds in, you know, a different house, in different area, different whatever. It would be potentially... A, a nicer experience than you had the well it would definitely be a nicer experience than the first time you did it because you've you've got so much more in terms of resources in in every possible way but also you're missing out on another life phase so if i was to um throw myself back now then i would miss this this portion because by the time i got to this portion again then i would genuinely actually be much much older i'd be like 60s and that's a different time. That's, you know, not that you can't do things then, but physically, this is my time. 40 to 60 is going to be the best 20 years of my life. I mean, I might feel differently by the time I get to 60. I'm going to be like, 60 to 80. This is my time, guys. But I genuinely believe this. These are going to be the decades that I do the most and that are the most personally fulfilling outside of family, obviously. And I think that if I went back a phase, that would be giving me something else. It's all about personal choices, but I would also be losing something. It's just an interesting way of thinking of it. And it does completely make sense to me because as long as you've got little kids, you're in that. If you think of like your childhood teenager years as like, well, I, I say this because my immediately after I was a parent, but I think life phase one is like growing up. Life phase two is like settling down. And then life phase three is freedom. 
genuine freedom. That's how I see it. Because by that point, you're, you're settled, you've settled everyone else, and now it's your time. And some people do those life phases in different orders. Some people have like growing up freedom, settling down. Cool. But for me, because I didn't do it that way, if I was to do like settling down again now, I would miss out on that freedom phase. And the life phase that we used to be so afraid of is now what I would, and I think a lot of people would, consider to be freedom. Freedom in your 40s. Maybe that's, you know, it's times like this when I kind of wish, when I get to the end of a podcast episode and I've kind of talked through a thought in my mind because I, I very rarely do any uh, prep for these you know I just have a thought and start recording I kind of wish I could start again now I've fleshed out the thought a little bit more and I've gone oh yeah three life phases because you're just getting a stream of consciousness with this with this podcast is what you're getting but it, it does make me I go oh Maybe I should start this again and it'll only be 10 minutes long. But why would we want to do that? I like a good 25 minutes for your drive, for your cleaning. You can just listen to me when you're walking. Listen to me ramble on. And by the end, you're right there with me in my stream of consciousness. And you go, oh, that's what she was trying to get to. And maybe you feel as satisfied with that conclusion as I usually do, but three life phases and I'm looking forward to the third. I'm not feeling like, oh God, this is the last one. The last one's the longest and it's going to be the most fun. <laughs>